Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Music Box with Tanya Dallas Lewis, where there's love inside, bringing you the hottest gospel and Christian music, interviews that are all the way live, and the latest Christian and gospel news. So don't touch that dial. friends and family out there. That's right. We are under the influence, and we're about to be under the influence <laughs> of none other than seven-time Dove Award winner, Danger Crawford, Great House. She's in the building, and we are so excited as we broadcast live right here from our virtual studios in the DMV. Hopefully the rain hasn't gotten you down. My name is Tanya Dallas-Lewis, your girl, National Award uh, nominee, the Dev Award nominee, yay, and Stellar Award nominee, yay, and of course, you're listening to The Music Box. So happy Thursday to everybody out there, and we are so, so excited and just grateful that you guys would take time out of your busy schedule to be right here with your girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, and... Yo. You know, yo, you know... That's your name? Yo. Yeah, that's my name. Yo. Uh-oh. It's your Walmart brother. You know who it is? Well, <laughs> you know what? This introduction thing, you know. Oh, well, you know, you, you always have to, light. you know. Push the you, red you, light just, so I know when to come in. There you go. Well, hey, pay attention. We're in the studio I now. I need you to be here, okay? I know. I need you to be here. I'm sorry. I'm not going to eight places at once. That's right. Well, we're really excited. We want to, of course, make sure we shout out our sponsors for tonight. And, of course, this episode is brought to you by the ITG Agency and Gifts Graphics and ThatMinistriesRadio.com. 
And then, of course, we want to shout out the Friends of the Music Box, which includes the Black Gospel Blogs, Bob Maravich. If you want to know what's going on in gospel music today, in the industry, whatever, history, past, present, future, please check out the Black Gospel Blog. You can Google it or just go to theblackgospelblog.com. And then, of course, our lovely sunshine, Miss Sarah Hearn of Positively Gospel and Examiner.com. She is the Gospel Examiner, and I love her website, Positively Gospel, because she highlights all of those artists right here in the DMV, the indie artists, under a section entitled The Beltway Buzz. So you guys, please make sure you check them out. Logic, did you know uh, that in the month of October, I'm going to give you some history. Are you ready? 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. October marks the anniversary of the publication of A.A. Mines' beloved children's book, Winnie the Pooh, in 1926. Now, this was the beginning of the Pooh series, which brought us such wonderful characters as Tigger, Kanga with her baby Roo, Piglet, and Eeyore. A uh, little-known fact is both Warsaw, Warsaw, Poland, and Budapest, Hungary, have named streets after Winnie the Pooh. Could you imagine living on Winnie the Pooh Street? No. Could you imagine living on Pooh Street? <laughs> I, well, I think they have the Winnie in front of it. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I wonder if those streets are, you know, uh, streets, fu- you know, full of children, you know, kind of like Martin Luther King Boulevards, avenues are like the worst streets in America, you know. I wonder, you know, what legacy Winnie the Pooh streets carry. Just, hmm, things that make you go, hmm. I still can't get over Pooh. <laughs> Pooh Street. This is Pooh Street. I think that's, well, that's why cute. I like that. Uh-uh. How about Win- I think America, you know, our our uh, real estate and land developers need to, you know, get a little bit of humor. We, sh- we should have Mickey Mouse Street and Fat Albert Street. You see what I'm saying? No. Scooby see, Street. Yeah. No, you're messing up with Fat Albert Street. <laughs> oh, no, you I'm know, not. You, you know who would live on that street. <laughs> who? <laughs> a bunch of <laughs> a, ba- a bunch of Alberts. See, I was gonna say a bunch of Alberts. You gonna get me I was not gonna say what you said. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, Terrible. I'm, 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 no, <laughs> I'm not being racist. It's just black people. We have an affection for Fat Albert, so I would assume that we would probably be the ones itching to live on Fat Albert Street. Nevertheless. <laughs> It's Thursday, and, of course, the music box is on, and we got a great show uh, for you on tonight. Oh, Stephen Hurd, our former guest, he hates Word. on tonight. I wasn't supposed to say on, on tonight. I'm sorry. And Steve, Steve, brother Stephen Hurd, she continues to break your rule. She does I not know. want you on the show, obviously, because she just No, you mean back on the show. We had him do. on the show. We had him on the show okay. already, so there's nothing he can do about it. <laughs> you know, October is when the, the new Sam, Sam Adams comes out. Sam Adams beer? Um, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's the October beer. And I don't know nothing about it. I just okay. I just heard it, heard it from a friend of a friend <laughs> of a neighbor. I, of a neighbor. I understand. I understand. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, okay, well, we're not endorsing Sam Adams and whatever. What is it? Is it going to be like a Harvest Spice flavor? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the, um, I think it's the fall flavor of, of some time. Okay. I think it's called Harvest, something like that. But if they sponsor us, you know, we can accidentally put an advertisement. <laughs> sponsored by Sam Adams, oh, the Christian. Oh, man. Adams Not today. Not today. But I did, did go into the gas the station, and I got the Harvest Spice uh, coffee this morning before I went 
to deal with my third graders at my elementary school that I work at, and it was really, really good. So they got that nasty. They got Eminem spice. Pumpkin spice no. M&M's. No, they don't. My brother gave me. Yes, they do. It's a brown bag. It has fall leaves on it, and it tastes like somebody just tossed cinnamon <laughs> in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, I hope that's not in the green room for Daedra, in the virtual and, green room. I, I hope that M&M ain't sponsoring us, because then we just messed that up, too. No. <laughs> They'll forgive us. We want to make sure that we salute everybody before we proceed on with the show. Of course, uh, Rhythm of Gospel Award 2014 nominees. Congratulations to all of you, especially to my girl, gospel jazz psalmist Elaine Thomas, and everybody else who's been nominated. Want to shout out Tiffany K, another Tiffany K, another uh, artist out there who wants so badly to tune into to tonight's show. She got a uh, just a taste of Daedra when she called into a previous show on the music box, but she's at church tonight, but she texted me and said she's definitely uh, going to go and listen to the, the, our ICAP archives, okay? So we, archives. we are on iTunes. We have a podcast on iTunes. You guys can check out the show there. And check then, of course, uh, we have our archives. And then we're syndicated. We're okay, syndicated. so gospelisgolden.com is airing us, the PG uh, Network. Uh, several radio, uh, radio stations, Internet radio stations are um, syndicating us. So you guys can hear us a variety of places. Just go to my uh, fan page on uh, facebook.com, and you can find out exactly where that is. Okay? You know what, Tanya? You know what? what? Howard University needs to uh, go on the syndicators. To all our Howard University okay. friends, we got a bunch of them, Tanya. What the devil do. are y'all doing? Come on, alumni. We're going to have to just bombard the station one morning, one Saturday morning. Exactly. I'm going to run up in the station with a bunch of pumpkin pumpkin pie M&Ms and Sam Adams Harvest. No, no, no. What did you get? You got coffee? (laughs) You got coffee? What is it? And coffee and throw it at all of them. Okay, throw it at them. Okay. We got a great show lined up for you tonight, and all we ask is this, well, all logic asks is this one thing. What do you want them to do? I want you to holler at the window and slap the next Howard University person. And tell them that we should be on Howard University Radio, and you need to tune into the music box right now. Amen. I agree. Congratulations to my girl, Arlethea Dupree-Jones, and she knows what I'm congratulating her for. Well, we just want to thank you guys once again, and we're going to pay some bills. And then the next one you will hear is none other than the amazing, so sweet and humble, and um, she's got an amazing voice to match. I'll tell you, her name is Deidre Crawford Greathouse, and you guys know exactly who she is. I played uh, one of their songs from Anointed as we opened up the show, but I can't wait to talk to her. I've got so many questions for her. And I know one that you all want to know is uh, her advice for indie artists. She is doing the darn thing, and she just wrote a song, actually. Uh, well, she didn't just write it, but <laughs> it's coming out. It's going to be released on October the 29th, and I was on her YouTube channel, and I uh, uh, took a peep, took a listen. So she's going to tell you all all about that. Right now we're going to pay some bills. Of course, the number to call in, if you have a question for Deidre, is 646-652-2106. Grab your Harvest Spice coffee. Not coffee. Sam Adams. Coffee. Okay? That's right. Not Sam <laughs> Turn to your Adam. neighbor and say coffee, coffee, coffee. 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 <laughs> Grab your Harper Spice coffee and uh, your warm blanket and sit on down. The music box is on with your girl, Tanya Dallas Lewis. Don't you guys go anywhere. 
Hey everybody, it's your girl Tanya Dallas Lewis right here on the Music Box. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at Tanya D. Lewis. That's the at sign, T is in Tom, A, N is in Nancy, Y, A, D is in dog, L, E is in everything, W, I, S is in Sam. That's right, at Tanya D. Lewis on Twitter. Love y'all. Now back to more on the Music Box. Are you a charitable organization? Do you need help with your fundraising events? Let ITG assist you with that endeavor. The ITG Agency is a nonprofit agency with a focus on hosting charity events from concerts, fashion shows, and more. Whether big or small, ITG is there to make every event a successful one. So please visit our website at www.theitgagency.com or call us at 614-328-8002. to Style with Trish, hosted by gospel recording artist Trish Stanley from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We will be discussing the latest trends as well as what's hot and what's not in fashion. Join us on Blog Talk Radio. That's www.blogtalkradio forward slash style with T-R-Y-S-H. Or you can listen in live by dialing 858 858- Three five seven eight four nine eight. Style with Trish, where the everyday woman reigns. Yo, this is Marcus D. Wiley, and you're listening to the Music Box with my girl Tanya Dallas Lewis. Yeah. That's right, you are listening to the Music Box, and I'm so glad because this is still the place where that's lots of love inside. All right, we've got our featured guest. Tonight, see, I didn't say on tonight. Y'all thought I was going to say it, but I didn't. Stephen heard. You're getting to me. No more sound that continues to cross cultural and musical lines. Deidre is no stranger to using her amazing musical abilities to offer messages of hope and encouragement to millions around the world, and I'm so grateful that we have her here, right here, tonight on the Music Box. She is a powerhouse vocalist. She also serves as worship leader for famed pastor Joel Osteen at his mega church in Houston, Texas. I know y'all watch him every Sunday morning. I know y'all subscribe to his devotionals and tweets and all that. This songbird, of course I'm talking about Deja, continues to shine brightly for the king. And I was floored when she agreed to be on my radio show. So she's got some encouragement for you guys. We can't wait to hear her story. We're going to bring her out of the virtual green room. Can you tell me, before we have her start talking, uh, what Laquita made for her? I just want to know what she fed. She'd be slipping sometimes, Tanya. You Uh know that. Uh Because I know when we had Evangelist Dorothy Norwood, she got her some Wendy's. So please tell me y'all didn't do danger like that. This morning, she Uh brought lunch meat in. Lunch meat? She brought turkey. Let me tell okay, you. Okay, turkey. Did. She brought That's fall. She, she brought some turkey lunch meat. Okay. No, no, not a turkey. Turkey lunch oh. meat. Okay. Right. Got Ar- it. Straight okay. Arby's sandwich. She was gonna make a hot, cold cut <laughs> sandwich. I never understood Arby's. Why do you serve hot cold cut? I don't. That's oxymoron. Your whole restaurant's an oxymoron. So anyway, so she thought she was gonna bring lunch. Like lunch. Lunch meat. for Deidre, but yes. Deidre's here right now. It's eight fifteen. Yes. Okay. Lunch meat, Tanya. So I told her okay. if she don't get her tail back to the grocery store expeditiously okay. and buy that five dollar rotisserie chicken that they be serving <laughs> at um shoppers, they sit in a little hot oven, they make them fresh. Yeah. So 
So I told her to get a fresh one. So we got hot rotisserie chicken. I didn't know how much she ate, so I I told her to get, like, three of them. Well, I heard that they can eat, so we'll have to see. I snuck a fourth one in. So we got four rotisserie chickens just in case she get, you know, she's still hungry. And then we we went to St. Albert Street. We went to St. Albert Street and ordered us some mac and cheese. And they they gave us us mac and cheese and some string beans so we can uh, go to the bathroom. Let, okay, Hus. Let me go ahead and bring Deja out of the virtual green room. Deja, are you there? I am here. Y'all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh it. Tanya crazy. She be, you know, that's Tanya. <laughs> I don't know what's Deidre, going Deja, I want to know, yeah. would you would you mind living on Fat Albert Street, or would you prefer Winnie the Pooh Street? Which one would you prefer? Terrible. Say? Don't you get an email, Deandra. Don't you answer that. Don't Ooh, get an email. Okay. Okay. All, all I'll say is that, do you know, my husband found some of the old Fat Alberts in the Cosby Kids show. And, and he, he found them so that we could show our kids. Oh. And, and do you know what? And do you know they love it? Of <laughs> course. It's Fat Albert. They love it. I was like, see, now this is what we grew up on. And you know what? There was always a moral lesson always. to the show. You know? Always. And so um, that's kind of what I do miss that in some of the newer cartoons. You know what I mean? Now, now Deandra, would you live on Pooh Street? It's not Deandra. Her name is Daedra. Same thing. Ah! Daedra. Daedra. That's what I tell the kids to say. Same thing. So they don't acknowledge that I messed up their name totally. (laughs) So funny. So you could have told me at the commercial, Tanya. Oh, I tell you, boy. <laughs> would you live on Pooh Street? Would you live on Pooh Street? That I, I couldn't live on Pooh Street. That's that's like living well, no, on Septic Ave. Again, Ab. again, Ab. music teacher. Septic. I just told you it's Winnie the Pooh Street in Budapest, Hungary. They don't have a Pooh Street. This Bo- and then the it got a nerve to be called Booty Pe- Booty what Booty? What did you call? Oh my lord. Oh, Father. Okay, I'm going to say that. We just this. concentrate this night to you right now. I know that's <laughs> right. No, we need to concentrate logic. Movie. That's what we need to concentrate. <laughs> but I love that. I love that, Albert. And you know what? We're going to move on with this interview, but Deidre brings up a great point. I never even thought about it, Deidre. Tisk tisk on me. The cartoons today are missing that moral of the story, you know? They really well, don't are. Get, don't get her started on Caillou. She hates <laughs> Caillou. Oh, oh, I don't. Deja, do you she have any children yet? Do you, do you guys already have children? Yes, I have two boys. How old? I do. I have a seven-year-old and a fourteen-year-old who I'm supposed oh, to know okay. that, by the way. Oh. <laughs> she said we were supposed to know that. I have a seven-year-old too, and he's so chocolatey, oh, so handsome. I do. And, and two I have boys, a ten-year-old. Just like you. I have two just boys like too. I have a ten-year-old no, and a three-year-old. What I was going to say was Caillou is a spoiled child, and I don't think children should watch this program ever because if they follow his example, especially if they live in a black family, they're going to get a whooping. I just have to say. There you go. Tanya loves emails. It's called a whooping. (laughs) Tanya loves emails. If they live in a black family, they're going to get their That is too funny. Oh, my goodness. But if you're just tuning in, our featured guest is none other than seven-time Dove Award winner, uh, and so much cool. more, Deidre Greathouse. She's Deidre. amazing. Most of you all remember her, of course, uh, and still are enjoying her from the uh, award-winning gospel duo, Anointed. And the cool thing it, that I didn't know, Deidre, is that you all actually formed that group while you were still in high school. Tell us about that. We, we did. Actually, what happened was um, I went to uh, 
a concert where the wine is where they were coming to Columbus, Ohio, which is where we're from. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, and they would come to Ohio State University every year and do a concert. And I was there one year, um, and I think a couple rows ahead of me was Nisi. And mm. at the end of that concert, I I just heard the Lord speak to me and say, you must start a group. And um, and I was about to go to Nisi because I saw her a few rows ahead of me, and we sang in a, a community-wide teenage choir, gospel choir at the time. Wow, wow. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to talk to Nisi. And we almost ran each other over trying to get wow. to each other because God spoke to both of us at the same time about wow. the same thing. So wow, wow, we, wow. so of course I said well you know my brother's in I'll just I'll tell him that you know we we always do stuff together so that's how anointed was formed just like that at a Winans concert mm-hmm. now here's here's the irony because years later it would be Vicky Winans who would be the reason and the door through which we entered into the music industry. Wow. We okay. Well, you, you, you have to elaborate her. on that. We do love Vicky. T- tell us how yes. that happened. What did that look like? Well. Several years later, okay, Indies, we didn't get signed overnight. What happened was we started to get together to rehearse in the basement every Friday night. We had nobody to sing to. I think I may have mentioned this the last time I called in. We didn't have any, you know, we didn't have any bookings, you know. Nobody really knew. And and uh, and so what happened is we just started singing where we were, which is one of the points I wanted to make is, just bloom where you're planted, wherever you are. Serve where you are and develop where you are. That's what we did. And so we just met in the basement and wrote our songs. We didn't have a band. <laughs> so we just sang the songs and, and developed them. So years later, when uh, the Winans came back to town, uh, someone had told her about us. It was a road manager. Wow! Wow! And and he knew Vicky and said, "When you go to Columbus, you gotta you gotta check out this group called Anointed. These kids, they are sweet." And that's what happened. She came through, and he called us and said, "Look, Vicky wants to meet you after um, the concert tonight." She was opening for the Winans on that tour, and Aww. we went back. In, yeah, and we went back to the dressing room. She said, "Now I heard y'all can sing. Well, sing." <laughs> I just like her. Don't it. And they just like Vicky, they're just like her. <laughs> and so we we just were like, oh my gosh, my brother fell in the closet, and I mean we were so nervous. So we pulled him out, and uh, mm-hmm. he better and be in the closet. Out, and then we started singing. We just sang, of course, of this song that I've written called um, "Worthy Is the Lamb." And mind you, we're like teenagers at this point, and we sang a chorus for her, and she said, "Uh uh-uh. uh." Can they be in Detroit this Thursday? I want them on my record. Oh, my God. It happened just like that. And we went that Thursday, recorded background vocals on her um, her MCA release, that record, The Lady. And while we were singing in her dressing room, we didn't know, but one of the musicians of the hall heard us and hmm. also contacted us and said, hey, let me fly you out to L.A. next summer you do vocals on my record, and I'll record a demo for you guys. You can shop it for a record deal. And we wow, said, okay. Wow. I know. We said, okay. And then we flew to L.A., sang on his record, and while we were singing, the vice president 
of his label was he was he pressed the talk back button and said, Hey, y'all want a record deal? That's hot. I mean, that's that exactly how it happened. And we said, uh, okay. And then <laughs> and then <laughs> this is what we didn't know. That label, Brainstorm Records by Word. And right. it was just a, a rap label, you know, like T Bone. That's when we knew we met T Bone back in the day when we were label mates. Wow. Didn't he have corn rolls then? It was when he had yeah. corn rolls. Yeah, he had the corn rolls back to the back. Exactly. Back. And he yeah. was much bigger too. That's the T Bone I remember. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was buff. I mean, he was really big. He lost a lot of weight. He was amazing. But we um we did that and we the next thing we knew, uh, Word Records bought us out of that contract and put us on their major label. And that's exactly how everything happened. It all started wow. with Wow. And you guys, uh, your debut album, Spiritual Love Affair. How many of y'all remember Spiritual Love Affair in 1993? Oh, my God. Woo! Yay! Spiritual Love Affair. Thank you. Can't wait till you take me there. You know what? We wrote all those songs in the basement. We didn't have anywhere else to write. <laughs> something about that basement, boy. It's something about I know, the basement is the place to Tanya, we're going to our songwriter session in the basement on Saturday. We're going to be in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't, y'all, we didn't have any fancy studios and none of that. And that's why I always like to encourage uh, indies, you know, whatever you have, wherever you are, just use it. You know, when you give God a little, he'll add mm. to it, multiply it. And that's Amen. what we did. It's like just whatever you've got. Never despise small beginnings because Amen. everybody has to start somewhere. And that's what and you doing. are the perfect example of that and still going. Okay, 95, yeah. you guys released your second album. What did you that's learn right. from the first album that prepared you for the second album? I just want indie artists to kind of hear. Um, I'm sure yeah. there was a growth process from Spiritual Love Affair to The Call, yes? There was a huge growth process. You know, when we did the first record, it, it felt more like an indie record to us. Okay. Because those are the songs that we had been writing in the basement all those years, but nobody knew who we were. And we recorded the Spiritual Love Affair record in two weeks. What? And I know. <laughs> okay. In two weeks. Two, in two weeks. weeks. Yes, give me two weeks. No, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> two weeks. <so, laughs> right, 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 right. So, um, so it was just great. So we um recorded that, and it was just us. We did all the arrangements. Um, you know, we just put that thing together ourselves, and that's that's what we were. Now, by the time we got signed to a major label, that was a big change, a big change, because all of a sudden you have a host of people involved in the decision-making. And it was the first time that we ever wrote with songwriters who, who that's, that's what they did for a living. All they did was write songs. Yeah, because I was about to say, that really was like a, an indie album because nobody was telling y'all what to do. Y'all did it nobody. all. You chose what songs, we, you arranged them, uh, you know, the harmonies, everything. And now we here did. you are, you know, moving on up. Yeah, you know, and now and, there's people who yeah. have a say. Yeah, and that's and that's the difference between being an indie artist and being on a label. You know, when you're an indie artist, you can pretty much do whatever you want. You know what I mean? 
um, in terms of your material and all of that. When you're signed to a label, you've got an A&R director involved, you've got marketing, you've got all of these other people involved um, in that process from beginning to end. And it's extremely collaborative. And, you know, it was, I have to admit, it was quite the whirlwind for us. Um, and it wow. was quite an adjustment. It wasn't the easiest adjustment. It, it was very challenging because we moved. They moved us from our, our hometown. Oh. We moved to Nashville. Um, and we didn't have any, we didn't know anyone. Except Aww. for CeCe. Except for CeCe Wani. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all know, y'all know CeCe's like a mother. Cause she came I heard. I heard people call her Auntie CeCe. <laughs> Auntie CeCe. She came to our first showcase and she said, now, y'all going to need a home church while y'all here. Oh. So I suggest y'all come to mine until y'all figure out what y'all going to do, all right? And we said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> she is a real sweetie. Uh, on the TV side, while I was working for a major network, I had the honor of interviewing Cece Winans and just sweet, 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 sweet. So I know you guys, like you said, this, this was a whirlwind for you all, but this album actually went on to win three Dove Awards, a Stellar Award, and a Grammy nomination. How were you guys yes. feeling about that? We were you were elated? Were you like, okay, yes, we're going to keep doing this? What, what, was, what was the temperature in the group at that time? Shock. Mostly shock, <laughs> because I'll never forget the day that our A&R director called us and said, you all have just been nominated for your first Grammy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And and you could hear a pin drop. We, we couldn't say anything. Because at first we thought she was playing a joke on us. They're like, that's, that's kind of cool. That's a horrible joke. That is a terrible joke. That's a terrible joke to play on somebody. <laughs> and then she had to say, hey, hey, are y'all there? Are you there? Did you, did you hear me? You just got nominated for your first <laughs> Grammy. And we said, oh, my God. If that was so much, that was so beyond what we could have expected. ever expected. Yeah. And this is why. Wow. It kind of reminds me of Morette Bron Clark. You know, I was listening to her uh, testimony, um, you know, just her talking in general about the music industry and the journey. And she said what she's done is she's just trusted the outcome to the Lord. That's it. So she's yes. good. You know, what happens, what don't, whatever. She don't have, you know, like. You know, we all have goals, of course, but she that's just right. and that sounds like what you guys were doing. Y'all were in shock. Absolutely, <laughs> and I love and I love Moret. That's my girl. I just love her so much. And you know what? You should set goals, and you should have great expectations, and yeah. at the same time, surrender that to the will of God. For oh, your life. I love that. I love that. If you're just tuning in, of course, you're listening to some amazing wisdom from none other than Deidre Crawford, Great House, and. I mean, it's no, uh, it's not rocket science <laughs> that she is so uh, amazing and just has such spiritual insight. She's also the worst, one of the worship leaders for Pastor Joel oh, Osteen at Lakewood Church, mega pastor, fame church right in Houston, Texas. So she she gets good word like this all the time. <laughs> so don't worry. Right. <laughs> Don't the brother, the pastor Olsen feel he feels like he could tell somebody they breath stink and they feel like it was it was sent from God. <laughs> like you know, you know what, you know what, God told me to tell you, your breath stinks. Take this mint, take this mint, this mint is for you. And you'd be you like, thank what? you, Jesus. You know what? That's it word. is so true. It's true because 
And you know what? That's just him. That's just that's just his personality. The funny thing is, you know, being a worship leader, for those of you indie artists out there that also are worship leaders and worship pastors, you know, it's a collaborative mm-hmm. effort with the pastor. Yeah, and um, because the pastor has the vision for the house. And as a worship leader, even though I'm a recording artist and, you know, I have my own things about how I like things to go and sound or whatever, when I'm serving under a pastor, mm. I have that in the forefront of my mind. I'm here serving to help oh. that vision. I might have and you I'm not, this. And, and I was just going to say, and I'm not this. really there. My own vision comes to pass. Mm. I'm there to actually mm. serve mm. and help the vision of that pastor come to fruition. That's why God sent us there. And so one of the things that happens is he'll sometimes he'll want to change the song list. He can't Uh-oh. sing. Mm. You know, he can, and it's very rare, but he can't sing, but he has a sense for how he wants the atmosphere to feel. Amen. And, and that's some wise talk right there as well, Deja, because right. you are so right. Uh, I'm a worship leader as well. A lot of mm. Bible yeah. And again, you know, not to your status, but, you know, uh, a national recording artist and all that other kind of stuff. But when I'm at church and I'm under... <laughs> You know, Pastor Wayne Wyatt, who can sing, in, by the way, uh, you're so right. You have to be sensitive to the vision that God has given them and, and you know, their input and their desires and what Absolutely. they want that worship team. So, so Honey, I, want you, I want to hear you sing folk music. Outside. I really want to hear you sing West Virginia folk gospel. I would pay money to hear that. No, That'd be, be quiet. Awesome. Oh, my God. I y'all, can't y'all, stop y'all, I have to tell y'all, I'm actually – Roaming around this parking lot, we are at the United Tenors concert. <laughs> oh yay! <laughs> they came to Houston, and so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm still trying to find a parking space. So, um, hmm. it's too funny. I, I texted Fred and said, hey, we're gonna come out and support y'all, which is another important thing. You need to support, support, support each other. Yes. Support each other if you have the opportunity. That's something that I really, really try to make sure I do is support the other artists, indie or not. Here's Amen. how it works. I like that. Here's how, here's how it works. All um, right. when, when we do well and we support each other, then uh, businesses and corporations and people that want to um, partner with us to continue the gospel music to, to spreading to farther places, that's what they pay attention to is the response and the support. And we are the ones sometimes that kind of hinder that by not supporting each other. So I Amen. say let's support each other, and that way everyone can do better. And we can all expand the kingdom, which is what we're all in this for. We are. Right. And that's why I love you, Deja, because you are a gospel songbird for the king, and you don't mind celebrating and, you know, promoting other songbirds out there singing for the Lord. And that's exactly how we should be. Now, I know Ooh. you're trying to find a parking space, so we don't want to keep you too long, but I want to talk to you real quickly um, and open up the line. We have, I know I see at least one person who wants to talk to you real quick, but I want you to talk about your song, Arms Wide Open. There's so yes. much I could talk to. Because I was looking on Wikipedia, and I saw that you guys actually took a break for a minute. Y'all were under. It says that both Deja and Steve were physically exhausted and uncertain as their next move, and that you guys enrolled in a two-year ministerial program at your church and all these other things. I really would like to touch on that. Why did y'all do that? You know what? We did take a break, um, and uh, that was also during the time that I was having um, a lot of, I did not realize, was health issues. My thyroid Uh can just started to malfunction during that time. That happened to um, me too. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And 
I developed hypothyroidism, and my goiter became the size of my surgeon's fist on the right side and even larger on the left side. And by the time we kind of figured out what was going on, they told me I had no other options than to just have it surgically removed, and they told me I would never sing again after I had that Oh, the devil is a liar. (laughs) Ain't you liar? (laughs) Yeah, so that is what was going on during that time. Uh, were you scared? Did you believe that report, or did you say I'm I'm going to stand on God's word? And it was both. I okay. had the emotions and the feelings and the fear, and then I had to cast them down and say, "Not singing is not an option." You would not have Joel Osteen calling and and for us to come and sing Amen. if I was not going to have a voice to use when I got no, there. No, that's right. So I know God, that's right. You got a miracle somewhere for me, and I'm expecting it. And sure enough, the short version is that God uh, blessed me to find a surgeon after others turned me down. That's how bad mm. it was. Mm. Surgeons refused to operate on me. And they. I finally found a man, and he did the surgery. Two months after that, I could sing. Six months after that, I had the full use of my range like before. I know, and the girl can blow, y'all. I'm going to play her song, Arms Wide Open, just a a little quietly in the background. I'm going to go to the phone lines real quick. Uh, Area code 614, you're on the air. It's the music box. Our featured guest, of course, is none other than multi-award-winning Deidre Crawford, Great House of Anointed. What is your question real quick? Real quick, I just want to say that's my homie because she's from Columbus. And I just want to ask you, uh, during your time in Tennessee, did you have difficulties finding the right engineer or was all of that placed in front of you? Okay, now here's the thing. When I was in Nashville, um, you know, they'd already signed us. We were signed recording artists before we left Columbus. Okay, I remember so, you saying that. Yes. So when we got there, um, the record label, they just had a whole, they all knew who the engineers were and things like that. Now, this is what I recommend for independent art. Like me. It is very, yes, it's very rare to go to the store these days and buy a CD, but that's what I recommend. I recommend that you go to the store and pick up the CDs of artists that you like and sonically you like their sound, and you read the jacket, the inside, the credits, because I always did that. And then that's okay. how you learn who people are, who engineered it, who mastered it, who mixed it, you know, things like that. And then with now with social media, it's quite easy to find people. Right. You see what I'm saying? So yes. just look on the back of credits. Um, of CDs that you like and you enjoy, uh, see who mixed it, who mastered it, uh, who duplicated it, all of that, and then seek them out. And you'd be surprised. You would be surprised how they'll respond to you. Thank you Amen. very much. God bless you. Thank you. God You're welcome. Minister you. Eddie B. Sands, um, an amazing, uh, Deja, if I may say so, an amazing um, amazing vocalist and recording artist in his own right. If you just tune in, of course, there's some music box with your other sis. You know, the crazy one that you don't want to tell anybody cool. anybody about. We're broadcasting live right here, and Deja is actually in the parking lot. <laughs> of, uh, United Tenors concert. So we're going to let her go, but we've got two more calls. Eric code 336, you're on the air. Did you have a question or comment for Deja? Yeah, we just want to say, hey, Tanya, Tanya, oh, yeah. Tanya. 
love you. Hi. We love you. This is Raymond and Kim. We just have to uh, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and we wanted to say hello to Deja. When are you coming to Greensboro, North Carolina? <laughs> Whenever y'all invite me. Uh-oh. <laughs> to invite you. Our, our pastor knows you very well, Pastor Lee Stokes. Yes, that is right. Oh, my goodness. Yes, we, wow. got, we got you. I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them. We got to get you down here. <laughs> we just want to say we love you. We just love you. We just love Thank you and love you. your ministry. Um, just everything. We just love you. That's love all we you. wanted to say. God bless you. Thank you. God bless Thanks you. Thanks for calling in, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And actually, they are an amazing uh, husband and wife duo. I've listened to their they music. They are. Just amazing. I mean, the love that they have not only transfers, you know, through their music and their singing, but even on stage. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so true. So thank you. you Shout out to Raymond and Kim. Y'all are too sweet. Thank you for supporting Deidre so tonight. Awesome. All right, one more thank caller, you. and we're going to let Deidre focus so she can find a parking space. Erica, well, Matt, I don't want to hit nobody. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money to be paid ah. for her hitting nobody. Erica 904, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing? Good, how Hello. are you? I'm good. It's Elaine Thomas, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Deja, I really enjoyed the interview. You, you hit a lot of, um, you touched on a, a, lot of, a lot of things that were very needed and uh, necessary, very necessary for uh, any artist, for any artist, actually. And, um, from the praise, uh, from being a worship leader, because that's what I do. Uh, people yeah. call me in to do worship for their services for different conferences. Uh, so since I have a plethora of ways that I do things, that's very Ooh. needful because you're being fed when you do that, and then you can go out and do what the Lord has called you to do. And, you know, wow. just being who you are at any moment, it's uh, vitally important, and I really appreciate this interview. Oh, thank you oh, so much. Thanks for, listening. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Elaine. Another uh, independent artist. We have so many of them who listen to the Aww. show. So I know how busy you are. And again, I, I oh, promise everybody I'd tell everybody so how honored. I met you because I think it's so super cool. And it just gives just a bird's eye view into your heart and how humble you are. Aww. But you actually had called in while I had another special marketing and promotions guru on the show, Lee Griffin. I and girl, yeah, we I got for you. a blessing that night. I mean, people are Thank still you. talking about your wow. presence, your spirit, and your heart. And, of course, you can sing like the Dickens. But yeah. <laughs> I just want you, before I let you go, because I, I know you got to go, I want you to please, please, please introduce Arms Wide Open, and then we'll let you go, and we'll play this song. And, girl, I love you. Next time I'm in Lakewood, I mean, well, in Houston, I will stop by the church, and it's so big. Please do. Please I'll wait do. from the back. We will, we, will out, we will roll out the red carpet for you. And I heard that's what y'all do for first-time visitors. You, you guys actually usher them to the front. Is that true? All visitors sit down front at our church. That's amazing. Every, every time they come. Absolutely. Amazing. Um, that's Pastor that. Joel's heart. He's like, and he greets every visitor after oh, every oh. service, every week. He was actually here in D.C. Uh, for, it was, a, it was not a night of hope, but it was a faith night. We had our first ever faith night at the Nationals, um, you know, Major League Baseball Stadium. And he threw out the first pitch. Uh, I was selected yes. to sing the national anthem. I got to spend some time with him and Victoria. Oh, Wonderful. Great. They're great Yes, yes, yes. yes. 
But please tell us about the song, and we'll let you go. Arms wide open. You guys okay. make sure okay, that you okay, go okay. on the Internet okay, okay, uh, okay. and check out this video. Also, Deja, while you talk about that, please let them know how they can support you. You've got another single that's out as well. Tell them all that, how they can reach you, book you, all that, and I promise I'll let you go. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, if you want to reach me, of course, you can find me on Twitter at I am Daedra, and of course on Facebook. I, my personal page is already full. Daedra Crawford Great House, but I do have a fan page, and it's I am Daedra on Facebook as well. And um, I just recently hired somebody who's going to be handling my booking, so you can go to com for booking inquiries, and um, and as you mentioned, Arms Wide Open is going to be available online everywhere pretty much <laughs> on <laughs> October 29th. And I just want to say the song was inspired um, by one of Pastor Joe's messages, and I grew up in a church where, you know, we had a whole bunch of rules, and a lot of you can identify mm. with that, where mm-hmm. you have to work you have to work really hard to keep everything perfectly in order to gain God's approval. And this song just talks about instead of working so hard to get it, you just receive what God has already provided for mm, you. That's, right. that's the, that is the sweet spot. And so I just want you to know that no matter what mistakes you've made, how challenging it has been, mm. God's arms are always open for you. You can mm. always come to him. I love Ladies that. and gentlemen, my new single, Arms Wide Open. Awesome. We love you, girl. It's available Find at Walmart. Space and and, Walmart, and right. give Fred Hammond a shout-out for us. <laughs> I will. Pa- I will. And tell Pastor to come on through to the music box. We would love to have him. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Y'all, thank you so much for having me. Have an amazing night. And I look forward you to too. seeing you soon. You All too. Right. She's amazing. And like she just said, she just introduced her new single, Arms Wide Open. You must go to YouTube. Just type in her name, Deidre Greathouse or Deidre Crawford Greathouse, and Arms Wide Open, and you'll go right to her YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe and then listen to the song. I want you all to see her sing it, but I'm going to play it right now. Let me, let me start it over. Let me start it over. Here we go. All right, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in. The show's not over, but we're going to play her song. And then my girl, Crystal TV Talk Show, is up next with her segment, What's Going On? Give to me and free. 
Everybody, of course, you're listening to none other than Deidre Crawford, Great House. Her new single entitled Arms Wide Open. Man, what a beautiful song. She was our featured guest on tonight. If you missed her, you must go and listen to the archives on iTunes, our podcast on iTunes, or, of course, our other stations that syndicate us. Amazing voice, uh, seven-time Dove Award winner, Omen Bomji, three-time Grammy Award nominee, and three-time Stellar Award winner, and Logic still so humble and sweet. So humble she and is, sweet. You know, you can tell how humble and sweet people are with if you can get directly to them. And I, I mean, was able sings, to – go ahead. She sings for the pastor, so, you know, he's just yeah. – you know, the way he does a sermon is just totally opposite of what we, you know, we know. And it's just so nice and gentle and humbling. And he gets his points across, and then he's gone. He does. He's such an encourager. And you're right. He, he, he could tell you your breath stinks. He could tell and you, you your breath stinks. And you wouldn't be mad at him. When he know it. He'd be like, your breath is on Poo Poo Street right now. Poo Street. Right. Your breath is on Poo Street. Poo. We need to get on. Poo Street. 
Wait, oh, no. oh, if y'all sorry. are just tuning in, y'all missed my October reading fact about Winnie the Pooh, okay? This was the month in 1926 that the Winnie the Pooh series was introduced, and there are certain countries mm-hmm. in the world that actually have a Winnie the Pooh street, and so we asked Deidre <laughs> if she would either live on Winnie the Pooh street or Sad Albert street. But, of course, Logic want to take it somewhere crazy. I was about to mute you, you crazy thing. I'm just saying, Pooh Street, I just, anything with Pooh. No, not just Pooh Street. So you're thinking about Pooh Pooh. Do you have to go Pooh Pooh? I mean, it's just like Wendy Pooh, Wendy Pooh Pooh. <laughs> that went right over his head. All right, so <laughs> it's I time, do, of I course, do. for. You do I what? Do you have to... I have to go to the restaurant. Okay, enough. I'm just going to play the music. I can't even talk anymore. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Help him, Jesus. Help him. What happens when you're on Pooh Street? It's time for Christmas <laughs> with what he's going on. What's going on? What's going on on Poo Poo Street? Uh, Poo Poo Street. Uh, mm, mm, yes. What's going on on Poo Poo Street? Uh, 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 I, uh. I had to bring, I had to bring hip hop. I said I had That's to do it. it. I couldn't, I couldn't pass it up. But you didn't even mute it, Logic. He's <laughs> crazy. Um, I just, I'm gonna have to start warning my guests. We this, need to this, come up with 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 search FCC rules of words Logic can't say on the air. <laughs> <laughs> well, poo poo is the light one that you tell your kids to say. No, actually, with my with my kids, we called it stinky. Do you have to do a stinky? stinky? You have to go stinky, stinky. Yeah, it stinks, don't it? <laughs> and the number two and one was too confusing. Let's say you know, <laughs> get that confused. I, I want number three. Cute. What's number three? What is number three? I, exactly. I, I was getting that cute. same. Yeah, I was getting that same question. I'm when you do number one and number two. Is there number three? I was like, yeah, mm. but we'll talk about yeah. that later. <laughs> Congratulations, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, let's not talk about number three tonight. Thank you. No, so no, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, you guys remember a couple of months ago when I did the spot about the preacher who um, had this big thing about weave in church and then the other guy who wouldn't perform the wedding because the bride's dress was a little too hot? We remember. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, our our wonderful bishop, we just got to be talking about him. I was like, dagnabbit. But our wonderful bishop in Detroit, um, Bishop Winans, he decided not to do it baby dedication because the young lady was a single mom. Oh. I was a little, oh. Yeah, so I know. Everybody was like, oh. I mean, just the whole TV, Fox 2 News all covered it and everything, and he didn't have any comment. And so then they went and got some preacher, you know, who's well-known in Detroit, and, you know, he's hitting the NAACP platforms and stuff like that. And so now we're talking mm-hmm. about discrimination and stuff like that. You uh-huh. know how we black folks are. We take stuff to the oh, number fifth power. We go into slavery and then, you know, picking. Right. And, and you picking. always have to go to, back to slavery. We, always. We got to go back to slavery and Shaka Zulu and them, you know. So they went back <laughs> that far and did it. But uh, I kind of felt for this lady because her thing was, you know, I'm coming to your church. You have no problem taking my tithes and offerings. So why you came back and gave my baby? Yeah. Uh, so, ATM machine. ATM yeah. machine. Uh-huh. So I had a few choice words to say, and um, I was I hit social media poo-poo? with that one. And, <laughs> oh, poo-poo. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, you. I mean, this is the pot calling the kettle black, especially when you dark as all midnight. You oh, didn't lead a clean life all all your life. And all of no, us have made and are capable of making mistakes. And so yeah. to single out a single mom like that, and it's not even about her, it's about this innocent child who she wants to give back to God. I mean, I did the same thing. I had my children before marriage, and I gave mine back to God because I said, well, at least I could do this right before <laughs> before we right. before we walk down the aisle. And so I just I just kind of like disagreed with him on that. I didn't like it. Um, I just didn't think it was the best um, thing for him to do. So now he's going to have to do damage control, and he needs to make a statement or right. something. Uh, they told her um, that she dedicate the baby on the week night with a, one of the associate pastors, and I was like, okay. so. At night, at nighttime. That's you know, right. the nighttime. Yes. In, in well, the week. Got her, that's the baby got dedication her in on Wednesday night. That's, that's what got her in trouble. He need to do it during the day. <laughs> you know what? All the I'm going to put him on with mute all the right now. <laughs> 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 he's on mute well, now. I, he's, I feel bad for her. I, I felt so bad for her. But um, well, it was, it, it. It's just now hitting the scene, so we're going to see how this irons out. Like I said, he's going to have to do damage control, and, you know, people don't think the church has to have a public relations person. I hope the public relations person is, is on their job because you need to do something right now and, um, you know, and fix this thing. So she yeah. said she and didn't want the baby's want the fault. The baby's not at fault. The baby didn't Absolutely ask not. Absolutely not. But, you know, not, honestly, you know. and I'm going to let you continue with your segment, honestly, back in the day, and Deidre, uh, she talked about this. If you're just do, tuning in, you guys are listening to what's going on with Crystal TV talk show, Williams, I mean, Smith, Williams. Okay, and <laughs> who is Crystal Williams? I know. I'm going to look her up. <laughs> I know. I'm going to look her up, too, because I mention her every just about every time you're on the show. But anyhow, um, <laughs> I come from a very legalistic, religious background as well, okay? I'm not going to yeah. name the sex. The different, you know, uh, that's S-E-C-T-S, you guys. Uh, I don't want to offend anyone. Uh, but uh, back in the day, I would have had that same um, thinking system, Crystal. I would have been under that same belief that, no, she ain't getting no um, baby dedication. She should have had that baby yeah. after marriage. She's not going to be up here celebrating her and having a baby, dedica- you know, baby dedication for a baby born out of wedlock. Yeah. But that yeah. was then. Uh, 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 and uh, this is now. This is now. <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's it's. I came from the holiness of hell background too, so I understand. Oh, she named it. You know, oh, no. I said it. That's what it was. It was holiness or hell. We didn't have a choice. There was no gray area. You know what I'm saying? I came from. You didn't wear nail polish. Not even clear. Right. You didn't wear Short clear sleeve. lip gloss. That's you right. You did not perm your hair. You used a hot Skirt, comb and you flipped it. Yep. Yes, start down with your ankle, no pants. I mean, it's right. sub-zero below outside in Detroit. You still didn't put pants on, you know, so it was right. that type of atmosphere. But nowadays, because we have so much redemptive work to do and so much we reconciliation do. to do now than we ever had before, we cannot we shut the door in the faces of people who want to be redeemed. So, and this um, is I a thought dispensation that was really of grace. I believe we're still in the dispensation of grace. So let's let's have mm-hmm. some grace for the sister. And love Hello. her because uh, the strip yes. club, they'll, they'll take her. They'll celebrate yep, her any her. day of the week. They don't care. Quickly. They don't care if you had a baby yeah, before wedlock, Christian. after wedlock, yeah. during wedlock. They don't care. Right. <laughs> you probably can care. have a baby right there on stage. You can, <laughs> yep. You know, you can do a, uh, you know, not on stage. You can, you not can not make on the baby. Not on stage. But here's here's the Here's the I, I want to give I want to give you guys this scenario. Here's the tearjerker story of the week. I didn't read it until about an hour ago because I just couldn't handle it. 
This young man, he's 15 years old. He walked into a church in Florida and says, and now the scenario is this. He's been in foster care since he was born, and he was waiting for his birth mom to, to come and get him. Um, so of, uh, after looking for her, he finds his birth certificate, finds his mom's name, looks her up, finds her mugshot, boom, find out that she, has, that she was deceased two weeks before he actually found out oh. where and who she was. So this young man with his social worker, goes and puts his suit on. He puts his Sunday go to meeting suit on. I mean, the boy was, like, decked out. And he goes into the church, and he says, look, I don't care if you black, white, purple, mom, dad, and cat, somebody adopt me today. Oh. And it was just like, you know, everybody's like, Crystal, did you read the story? And I was like, no, because, you know, I don't want to read it. I don't want to cry. I don't, I don't feel like crying today. But it's a tearjerker. And this young man was, is so intelligent and so articulate, and he's just tired. And so he stood before his entire church and said, you know, I don't care what you look like, what color you are, what your background is. Just I just want somebody to adopt me. And um, oh. so I'm putting – it out there, you know, if some of you have room in your homes and in your heart, you know, adopt a child. If you, if for some reason you can't conceive one, there's so many children who are not problem children, who didn't ask to be in the foster care system, and wow. they're out there who want to be embraced and brought into a family. And I don't think it's that complicated. I mean, I have five, so, I mean, I want more. I wouldn't even know they was in here, just to be honest. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, Look, I tell people all like the said, time, I'm it's done. like, you take mine? I said, yeah, throw them in there, because by that time, you know, one of my daughters would have scooped them up and made them. We wouldn't know. We've had a house full of kids before. Exactly. Um, After two, you just, you know, it doesn't even matter anymore. Once you get to three and four, six, ten, whatever. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, definitely we'll, we'll keep them in prayer. And adoption is definitely a, a route that uh, many of us uh, should consider. Um, really, uh, man, I mean, I, I was just saying the other day, this, there should be no hunger on planet Earth ever. All the food we waste ever. are right here alone. In mm-hmm. the United States, at least the children, and not adults, right. you're on your own. But the kids, no kid should ever go hungry anywhere in the ever. world. As far as I'm ever. Concerned. And they don't really right. have to. You know what? Somebody yeah. should adopt us, Tanya. The music box. Please adopt us on oh. uh, Howard University Radio right now. I'm going right. to put my suit up. <laughs> Put my suit on and walk in the station. You need to put your suit and tie on if you're going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to have to Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I was looking forward to coming on tonight. I was a little tired and feeling a little lethargic. Uh, We already hit on the thyroid thing. I was already in that room. I mean, do that thing right there. I know that too. Yes, but thank God the shutdown is over. Can I get a hallelujah? We're done with that. At least we kick the can further down the road. So come January 15th, we'll see what we're dealing with right now, later, you know, then. But right now, everybody's back to work. Everybody that's been on furlough is going to get back pay. Thank God for that. Catch up on your bills. It was basically basically two weeks off vacation. Shout out to Kevin Q. Williams, uh, who went back to work today for the IRS out in Houston, Texas. But, yeah, I'm just like, okay, really? We we did all that? And, I mean, you know, I'm I'm excited that they're going to get their back pay. But we, yeah. why? Why? I don't understand. I, I just I don't get it. I don't get why? it. And so I mean, we just got to learn how to, you know. I, I believe the headline today on HLN was, uh, "Congress has agreed to disagree." And why you? How come y'all couldn't do that um, <laughs> two weeks ago? Three weeks ago. Agree to disagree. It's just, it's not that check, easy, they but still it is. Got paid. That's why they yes, still got they paid. Still got it's paid. Real easy hey, you to know. Get paid. And do you know, let me, let me say this really quick, they passed that law when we weren't looking. 
there was something else going on in the nation, and Congress passed a law that they would get paid during any time yes. that we had a shutdown. Yes, sure we had a shutdown yes, sure 17 years ago. I don't even remember that one because I was like, where was I at? Was, what? I was 24. We had a shutdown 17 years ago, and it lasted from December, the middle of December to the middle of January, and it was a major thing. I do not recall that whole incident. I believe I don't it's know what uh, the 27th Amendment, and, yes, you know, my, my husband had mentioned that as well. Shout out to Dale. Yes. It was but, Medicare, yeah, the so same problem, the same problem. It was Medicare. So it, it seems like medical, the medical profession has a big say-so in, in government. And, um, and so I just I don't think that this is um, by happenstance. I don't think it's by mistake. I think this is something that has been hidden on purpose, but now it, it got to the point where it was out of control, and, we, and now the nation must know what's going on. But, I mean, come on, it was the Bill Clinton administration and Medicare, and so now it's the Affordable Care Act with Obamacare all mm-hmm. down the same road. So mm-hmm. that should tell you something. That cut off, that, that sounded an alarm for me, so I said, well, maybe I need to start making sure you know I get right. <laughs> you know what that tells me? That tells What's me that? We need, that tells me we need to watch the, the office, the Oval Office, because um, Michelle, watch the door, because you know this was around the time that Bill Clinton got real creative, too. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Are you inferring that no, we there just might need, be some creative things going on behind the scenes with President Barack Obama? No, I'm not implying that. I'm saying that I know my okay. sister Michelle won't let that hand won't, won't let that happen. So? She probably she probably won't let him watch even watch Scandal. So I hope she does. Like, it's not a question. It's like look, oh, right. no, like, no, I, no ideas for you. You don't watch right. this show. No, no ideas. You don't watch nothing. You don't watch it. <laughs> That's like, you go to bed. <laughs> go to That's bed. right. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Yes, I'll I'm going for a jog. You go to bed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Michelle is on her job. Let's give it up to her, though. She's on her she job. She's teaching, teaching children how to get outside and be physically active. So in 17 years from now, we won't have a problem with a shutdown because of medical uh you know, conditions of the medical um, pr- profession and what's going on in America. We won't need them, you know. So I was saying, you know, we got to change our eating habits and we got to do better so we can take care of ourselves. We won't need the health care, affordable, affordable right. health care act. We'll be taking so care of ourselves. So we won't live on Fat Albert Street. There is a movie coming out and Jamie Foxx is the president. He yes, plays the role yes. as the president. Yeah. It's already out. I'm loving this. I, and I just already. said to my husband the other day, uh, you know, I – I'm used to black presidents now. I believe Hollywood conditioned us and got us ready for black presidents, and I think that's yes, what we can did. have from here on out. Now, if we don't have a black president, um, you know, next term, then I'm, I'm ready for a woman president. But I, oh, I think oh, I Hillary. Know. Hillary's coming. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. Well, and, and I'm, the media is also preparing us, I think, for a zombie apocalypse. So you guys just get ready for that. Too, what? Okay? How do you Shout out to everybody who loves, wow. who loves Walking Dead, the season premiere of the new season, which is on Sunday. So all my zombie it. apocalypse fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you make that connection? You went from, from you know what? It's time for the show. It's time. It's time for shout-out time. It is. It's, it's time for shout-out time. <laughs> you <laughs> so goofy. <laughs> Thank you guys for letting me come on and run my mouth again. Look we forward to it you. every week. And now I've got to go dig up my anointed CDs That's and go right. dig up my archives yeah. so I can be yeah. under the influence. And Crystal, right. and, and Crystal, get ready for all the whining fans to email you because you just okay. you made them upset. They can hey, email baby. me at crystaltalkshow at oh, gmail.com. Uh, Bring it. Done it. We, are all, we are in Canada. Oh, Canada. Okay. And you done, you, done mess, you done mess with the Canadian whining singer. 
<laughs> yeah, that's my email address. Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> All right, Crystal, we love you. Love you back. Love you more. Bye. Peace. Love that segment. What's going on with Crystal TV Talk Show? Of course, it's on the music box. We got another segment that'll be coming up soon by Jimmy Russell. Can't wait uh, to get his uh, new him and his new segment right here on the music box. But like Logic said, it's shout out. It's shout out time. It's shout out time. We're trying to get Dallas Lewis. It's shout out time. It's shout out time. Right here on the music box. It's shout out time. It's shout out time. We're trying to get Dallas Lewis. It's shout out time. It's shout out time. Right here on the music box. It's shadow time, it's shadow time. We're trying to get down this Lewis. It's shadow time, it's shadow time. Right here on the music box. And once again, we are over on our time, but we're going to move this really quickly. want to thank everybody who tuned in tonight. I appreciate you guys so much. It was a rainy Thursday. You guys could have been under the covers. And I think Scandal's coming on tonight. I don't watch it, but I think it comes on Thursday. So I'm going to make this quick because I know y'all faithful Scandalers or whatever y'all call yourself (laughs) want to watch your show. But shout out to the ITG Agency and Gift Graphics, LLC. Our friend, Roderick Purvis of ThatMinistriesRadio.com is another one of our sponsors. Of course, I want to shout out Kara Christman, Lynn Peterson. I love you. So glad you got the Internet back, honey, and you're feeling better, as well as Miss Christine Digna Carter, uh, Miss Wanda Adams, um, the TDL Engine, uh, my husband and children, of course, Deidre of Anointed, and um, if I remember who else, I'll say it after Logic says it. Logic, go ahead. All right, my lovely wife, I would like to thank all of the people that laugh at my jokes. I appreciate it because I'm not funny at all. I would like to also thank Tanya Dallas-Lewis for um, winning um, the DMV Awards for us and bringing that award on Saturday so I can take pictures with it. I thank uh, God for blessing me with his mouth that I didn't know would be rewarding, and I thank Jesus for dying on the cross for me because without him, I wouldn't be able to act a plum fool on this show. And he does that faithfully every week. Right faithfully. here. Right here. Box. On the music box. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys know that if you haven't heard these three words this week, that you hear them from me. And they are this. I love you, but God loves you more. Listen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then, of course, my favorite part of that verse is part two, which is 17, which is but God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world um, through his son might be saved. I want you guys to make sure you tune in next week as I open up my music box with the latest and greatest in independent artist music, uh, news, interviews, how-tos, and so much more. Make sure on Saturday I'm going to be in your area. Shout out to Upper Marlboro, Maryland. That's right. We've got a concert. Bob Mercer and his church, the uh, International Mission Ministry at Antioch Baptist Church, is doing a concert for Gambia, um, one of the poorest African, well, one of the poorest countries in the world, actually, third world countries. Uh, myself, Jeremiah Hicks, Nicoise, uh, Chris Holmes, Ronette Harris, C.D. Porter, and Rob, per- uh, Rob Person. Rob Person should be singing. Robert E. Mercer. 
<laughs> we're going to be at uh, 13205 Old Marlboro Pike in Upper Marlboro, Maryland, this Saturday, 6 p.m. I hope to see you guys there. If you want more information, just go to my Facebook page. I have the flyer posted right up. Okay. All right, guys. I love you. Logic, I love you, too. I will see you I on Saturday. You Shout out to Alan Johnson. I'll see him on Saturday, too. Um, and whoever else that I got a meeting with. So many meetings. But you guys, keep me in prayer. Of course, CD number two is coming out spring 2014. It's entitled, Dear God, It's Me. And um, I think that's it. Awesome. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready, too. It's 9-12. Shout out to my uncle, Alvin, and my aunt, Janet. Wish I could take y'all's call, but Logic was telling so many jokes. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, okay. yeah, it was. All right. It was my fault. <laughs> Great. I'll take that. It's that's right. It's his fault. So that's why I can't take your call. But we'll take it next time on the show. I love you guys. Rub the belly for me, Elijah. Love you guys. Gotcha. See you next week right here on the YouTube. I'm I'm